This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Sona, how's your sock drawer looking? It's messy. There's a lot of single socks. Yep. I think it's time for a little spring cleaning. Oh. <laughs> Check out Bombas. Once you try a pair, you'll never look at socks the same way again. I should know. I like my Bombas. Their spring collection has new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. My feet have never been to a party. <laughs> They've so got sad. stripes and florals and new vintagey colored rib socks. You know, when I'm wearing Bombas, I feel like my feet are being caressed okay. and cared for in a way they never have been in my life. Hmm. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash Conan and use code Conan for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Conan and use code Conan at checkout. <laughs> Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi, Kyle. Meet Conan and David. Well, hey, Conan and David and Matt. Hi. Hi. Wow, you know everybody here, don't you? Uh, Kyle, are you a, uh, you're a longtime listener, first-time caller? Is that the idea? Exactly right, Conan. Now, uh, now, Kyle, very nice to meet you, and thanks for listening to, um, well, we call it a podcast. I don't even know <laughs> technically what this is, but uh, very nice to meet you. Tell me a little Likewise. bit about yourself so I get some background. Where are you right now? Um, I'm in my home in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, which is uh, the largest suburb of Madison, Wisconsin. It's about 30,000 people here. First of all, that was way much more information. <laughs> okay, sorry, all right. Then so I, what's your elevation? Can I know your elevation? <laughs> We're currently at 350 feet. Okay, and I also need your Google Earth coordinates. Right, and, and briefs, not boxers. And how you voted in the last 35 elections, but just locally. Uh, okay, so um, you're in Wisconsin. That's all I needed to know, Wisconsin. Sorry, and then Northern just, Hemisphere. Uh, okay, uh, Wisconsin, and uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Kyle. Um, well, I'm married. I have two kids. Uh, my first kid is going off to college in a few days here, which is kind of like a dagger in the heart. But uh, I don't think you know what that's like yet, but I think you soon will, yeah? Well, I've been stabbed in the heart, so yeah. I know what that's like. <laughs> that's what I was referring to. And it was I was stabbed by my daughter as she was about to go to college. So I had both feelings at once, and I know what you're talking about. Excellent. Uh, no, my daughter goes to college, I think— um, if she gets in anywhere, <laughs> she goes to college in, in a year. So I will know exactly what you're, uh, yeah. you're going through. Are you going to be an empty nester or do you have another kid? No, we have a younger son who will be a sophomore in high school. and then uh, That's we'll crazy. You and I are just about the same. I have a younger son who is a sophomore in high school. So you and I line up in many ways. I've felt that for many years. Are you going to turn 50 tomorrow like I am? No. 
Oh, God. Well, <laughs> close. Very <laughs> close. I turn 40 in six years. Nice. Hello? Is anyone buying this? Hello? I think you went too young. I went yeah. too young, didn't I? Yeah. Let me try yeah. again. I turned 41 in seven years. No, still a little still too oh, young. Oh, that's too young. Yeah, keep, no, keep uh, I am a 58-year-old gentleman. Nice. Well, you don't look a year over, a day over a 60, so it looks nice. Thank you oh. very much. Yeah. Well, the uh, red hair, I think, keeps Kyle, you you're what we in the business uh, call, and this is a technical term, a prick. Uh, <laughs> and I'm coming after you, Kyle. This will probably get edited out, but I'm looking at you on like a Zoom screen, and you were the size of a postage stamp, and David, who sits next <laughs> to me- the whole screen? Looked like he was interrupting a CNN broadcast to say, we have taken over Earth. <laughs> the- the lasers will begin firing soon. Petty earthlings. So now I get to see you. Um, I don't mean to embarrass you, uh, Kyle, but you're a very good-looking man. You have. Uh, <laughs> let me describe you to the people listening right now. Uh, you have a, uh, a a very good-looking face, a masculine jaw. You've got. Oh, you can make your eyebrow go up. Oh yeah. Um, very valuable on stage. Yeah. Oh, now, do you have stage experience? Yeah. So I guess uh, I kind of went off the rails when you asked me what I about or to tell you about me. Um, I'm a professional opera singer. I've been doing what? that for about 22 years. You're kidding. Wait a minute. <laughs> we just spent 15 minutes describing uh, the elevation <laughs> and coordinates and well, <laughs> the water the, <laughs> the water usage habits of your uh, area of Wisconsin. But now we get to what we call the headline, which is you're an opera singer, and I can hear it in your voice. You have a fantastic voice. Well, thank you. As a child, my sisters always, I have two older sisters, and they would always uh, complain about my loud voice. Kyle, why do you have to speak so loud? And so now I, you know, the joke's on them because I'm actually getting, being paid to do so. You should have said to them, why do you speak so loudly? Exactly. Know the difference between an adverb and an adjective. Yeah. Whenever you correct uh, sisters at that age, it just really, it's a, it's a <laughs> just a, really gets their goat. I would have gotten the beat down. So. Okay. So you have an incredible voice. You're an opera singer. You're trained as an opera singer. Is that your profession? Are you a full-time opera singer? It is. It's the only thing I do for money. Are you a devo? No, no, not at all. Good uh, term, though. You didn't call oh, me a thanks. diva, which is the, the feminine, so. Did you just correct me like your sisters? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you are a devo. Maybe, I, maybe, sorry. You're behaving like a devo. When you said that, I immediately went to, oh, he was kicked out of the group devo. That's what, uh, I, that's what I thought. They took away the plastic pot on your head. You can't wear it anymore legally. Well, the um, reason they kicked me out is because I told them to whip it well. You know, ah, so. Very nice. Ah. Yes! Man, I like this guy. You yeah. are uh, a sharp as a tack, uh, made of cheese in Wisconsin. Um, so Kyle, you are an opera singer. You could help me because I've never liked my voice. Uh, it has a reedy, uh, I'm going to say an Alan Alda quality that some people enjoy, but it's never, I've never really liked it. What can I do? And, and first of all, I also want you to know, and I'm not bragging, but I think I have uh, an operatic range myself. And I think among talk show hosts, I may be one of the greatest singers of all time. Well, yeah, that's why it surprised me when you said you think you have a bad voice because I've heard uh, evidence to the contrary over the past few decades and how you love to boast about your voice. Um, and I kind of agree with you. You know, you yeah, have a I, unique I, voice. Thank you. It's, it's distinctive. People often recognize me. I could have a bag over my head, which I did through most of COVID, and people would just hear my voice and say, that's you, Conan, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and then they would start hitting me with, uh, with brooms. But I'm curious. What I'm saying is that it, when I was younger, I thought my voice 
was pitched too high. And um, I think I like it more than I used to, but sometimes I hear my voice and I just don't like it. And I think that speaks somewhat to my self-loathing. Well, uh, I think you're a but, musical person. I mean, you play guitar. Yeah, And of I course do. you did the live thing, you, you yeah. know, between shows when you were banned from being online or on the air. So, yes. I mean, I imagine you can match pitch. So let's start there. Oh, can Jeez. you sing that pitch? Wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute. So you just went, that. whoa. Can I just say something? You just went into a basement and I don't have a basement. Okay. <laughs> you just said, follow me into your basement. And I'm like, I don't have one. Yeah. You sounded like one of the ghosts of the haunted mansion. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe wow. we could uh, go up a little bit. Why don't we start at your lowest note you find comfortable? Uh, that was, uh, that's really close. That's really close. Uh, oh, the ship just pulled into a foggy okay. harbor. Uh, <laughs> that's me. I can get that low. That's like the uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. River uh, Van Morrison song where the exactly. Yeah, it's like a didgeridoo. I can get down here, <laughs> if I really try and pitch it low, I can get down here. Is that okay? A little ring of fire. Yeah, yeah. I, like that. I went down, 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 and so burn on a fire. Can you slide for me? Vocal slide. So start low. Uh, Right? You were so powerful there, you cut out. Did it cut out for you too? Yeah. yeah. It did? I mean, that's scary I'm right power. next to him. So. Oh, I, I don't know if it popped. But oh. let me just, uh, you know, uh, I think, you know, uh, give me something to sing and I could do it. A sheba, hey, hey, You know, I can go up high. A sheba, hey, hey. All right, so let's do one of my favorite Are you a notes. Devo? Let's do one of my favorite um, lines from, uh, and my kids like to do this because it's kind of a tongue twister, not really, yeah. but it's from Warren Zevon. Can you guess what I'm going to do? Uh, Werewolves of London? Exactly. There's a line in that, which is fun to do. A little old lady got mutilated late last night. Yeah. Oh, Werewolves of London. There you go. Right? Yeah. uh, We got to lead me into it. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I know this. It's in G. I say by who? Werewolves of London. Little old lady got mutilated late last night. Werewolves of London again. Right? I think our lesson's done. I mean, yeah, I my favorite line in that is, uh, I saw the werewolf, uh, werewolf of London at Trader Vic's. His hair was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, uh, I think I have some ability, um, you know, and, and maybe you will know what this is all about. I'm able to sing kind of if it's a joke or if I'm doing it as a character. If I'm sincerely trying to sing, it's not good. But if I'm pretending to be an over-the-top rockabilly guy and it's kind of a joke, I can do it. I don't know what that is. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's more of a commentary on on the type of music that you're imitating. Like you say, rockabilly. I mean, is that exactly? I mean, I'm a rock and roll fan, and you know, if you listen to Robert Plant or to right. you know Jack White, uh, you know, you wouldn't exactly say, "Well, that's a luxurious, beautiful voice." But they can do things with their voice that is. Unlike any other. Right. I have that problem too. And I think it's because when you sing in character, you have a mask. And yes. when you're not in character, that is you're it. Vulnerable. There's, a, there's yeah. a safety of if my hair is piled up on my head in a crazy wave. And uh, when I was a writer on The Simpsons, I had super long sideburns for a while. And I used to like to get my <laughs> Gretsch 6120. And I used to like to just do over the top rockabilly. And my friends started calling it Conabilly. <laughs> because I just like the yodeling and yipping, uh, that, that sort of Buddy Holly inflection. And I used to like to try and get it over the top. And then when someone would say, no, seriously, sing Silent Night, 
uh, at, at the Catholic Mass, I'd be like, I can't do this. <laughs> this yes. doesn't seem funny to me. You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, beat. I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. <laughs> well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take Sorry. it. Just take it down. I notch. didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. Uh, so I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. Way. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, yeah. find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Valvoline Instant Oil Change is the quick, easy, trusted place for your next oil change. Valvoline's convenient, no appointment needed. You can even stay in your car while they do the work. You have to sit in some waiting room, you know? Mm -hmm. Their friendly, certified technicians have over 270 hours of training, and they get you in and out fast while performing a thorough, free 18-point maintenance check with your oil change. We got someone here who just experienced this, our own Aaron Blair. Blay, well, how was it? It was awesome. I took my Jeep uh, jock jams in and got a sweet oil change, and uh, and I actually brought a book because I thought it would take a while, and uh, they had me in and out in like 15 minutes. It was awesome. Well, also, you should point out, you can't read. I can't, So, but I wanted people to <laughs> you, think I could. Yeah, but I mean, you know. uh, come on. Yeah, maybe somebody hot is there, and they're illiterate. like, oh, what are you reading? I'm like, oh, and then, and then you know, now I've, I'm, I got a date. Yeah, yeah I don't but, think that's, uh, that's not how people meet each other. Didn't, didn't have time for that. Yeah, so if you see Blade driving around in his beautifully oiled jock jams, <laughs> give him the old thumbs up, <laughs> or throw a tangerine at him. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Valvoline, they're doing it right. Visit valvoline.com slash Conan for an exclusive offer towards your next oil change. On the way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on this? Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair. For six days, but not with Miller Lite. 
So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it, it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a, what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not that's more people than are on Earth because there are people on the moon using it in Saturn. <laughs> that's one over one billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Well, this is a somewhat uh, instructive, and I'm, I'm, I feel a little more confident now about my singing. Because, And what can I do to help my speaking voice? Do you think my speaking voice could be pitched differently? Is there any exercise I could do? No, I, I wouldn't change a thing. In fact, um, whenever, you, whenever I consider people who talk for a living— Mm -hmm. um, now the extreme would be someone like a, an NBA coach who's screaming right. at screaming at the players on on court yeah. in a huge, a tremendously loud environment. And you know, you hear like Tom Thibodeau, who's like at a press conference, he's like, ah, yeah, players, ah, ah, and he, he's lost his voice completely. He's blown it out, yeah, yeah. And so anyone who uses their voice professionally, if they and as you've shown in three uh, decades of doing this, your voice is never. I mean. Has it ever gone out? Have you ever had to cancel a show? I've had, problem, I've had problems with my voice uh, in the past, just from screaming at assistants and interns. <laughs> um, I, I only, uh, and never at anyone who's uh, at my level, I always punch down, you know? So <laughs> I just true. like, I like to lose it at people who um, have no control over me. There's no way they can. Right, right David? Is this, yeah, you're no, that's very this? accurate. David, does wow. this sound familiar to you? Mm -hmm. Where's my green tea? That's, Where's yeah. my green tea? It happened 10 minutes before we got on here. Come on, my queen tea. I'll kill you. Yep, that's it. Well, you don't have to worry about causing him to have early labor, like Sona, perhaps. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had, uh, when I've played larger venues, I've had issues with my throat if I get overtired. Uh, mm. 
but then I have, I've learned you got to do exercises and you've got to drink, you know, special broths. What you've done works, so I wouldn't change a thing, honestly. Kyle, is it bad form to ask uh, an opera singer like yourself to sing opera for us? <laughs> yeah, can you give <laughs> us a demonstration? I, I anticipated this. How about <laughs> you do you do something and then I'll do something? Okay. Oh, that's so I'm going to take yeah. off my headphones so I can hear myself better. And I'm going to okay. guess on the pitch of a very popular song you might know. It's from uh, Carmen. <clears throat> and I've done, I've performed the role of Escamillo, the bullfighter, in maybe 175 performances of that. Oh, my God. Um, so wow. let's see. Um, Uh, fantastic. Thank and you. And now um, I'm going to show the contrast between a real opera star <laughs> who knows what he's doing and a jackass. And it goes something like this. Yeah, the pitch is pretty good. I mean, nice. you, the words make it sound like you're having a stroke, but the pitch is pretty good. <laughs> Do you smell now, that toast? was me, and I don't know what I just said. Uh, I think there's a couple of real words in there accidentally. I think I sang about a futon. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I've heard about your fascination with... Um, putting amber liquid into your body. So I just, I poured a little bit to have with you. Oh, I have a story to tell you, and this is proof that people are out there. Thanks for bringing that up, Kyle. I'm constantly delighted and surprised at how many people are listening to our foolishness. I was uh, back East. We were actually showing my daughter colleges and driving around and checking things out and visiting my, my parents and my folks. And we were, I think somewhere in like rural part of Connecticut and we uh, were having drinks with a friend, a dinner with a friend, and then that friend was joined by other friends who were these very lovely people who I didn't know. And we sat down with them, and I ordered a glass of red wine, and the woman said, wait a minute, Conan, aren't you going to have Maker's Mark? Oh, from the Kona fan episode. episode. And I suddenly was like, yes, I am. (laughs) And so I, I got, uh, I had some Maker's Mark and sipped it very slowly, but enjoyed it. And so I actually had a Kona fan. I'm someone who had listened to a Kona fan episode where I was advised by an expert on what drink I should be having, what sort of masculine, cool drink I should be having. I think I ruined it because I drank it out of a purple straw. <laughs> <laughs> and then blue really- bubbles. I, yeah, it was, just, it was one of those <laughs> crazy Silly straws stars. that goes everywhere. Um, Kyle, you are an impressive guy, uh, I have to say. Uh, obviously, uh, and again, I just want to stress uh, to everyone listening right now, you can't see Kyle, but uh, he's a very good-looking <laughs> guy. He's uh, obviously a very quick-witted uh, gentleman. He's living in Wisconsin, and he's a killer 
opera singer. So I am very honored to have you as a fan, and I hope there's something I can do for you, Kyle. Do you have any question for me? Anything I can do for you? Well, you know, ever since I saw you receive a voice lesson on the stage of the Metropolitan Opera Fund for my good buddy, David Bizic, I wonder- Oh, wondered, that's right. We did, a, we did a bit where I was on the stage of the Met, you and I got a my voice- friend, my friend David, he asked yes. me to do different notes, and one of them was, cuckoo, cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah. yeah. And so I started thinking, I wonder what Conan's favorite opera is. And you can't say Phantom of the Opera because that's just a show that has the word opera in it. <laughs> I'm going to say Barber of Seville. Oh, and from the Bugs Bunny. What is your, oh, you gave it, oh, gave it up, <laughs> oh, Matt. Sorry. I was going to say, sorry, what's sorry. your point of reference for that? Well, it was, I first saw it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Matt. But well. yeah, you could guess that as a kid, you know, most things that uh, I've retained in life, I was introduced to through Warner Brothers cartoons. Absolutely. So yeah, watching uh, Bugs Bunny do the Barber of Seville is uh was my introduction to that opera Ugh, and it just great. and and it's also uh Warner Brothers cartoons specifically Coyote Roadrunner cartoons is where I learned what an anvil is because exactly. I there's all these things that you know if you grew up in the 1940s and 50s when they were making those cartoons um you knew what an anvil was because when you were a kid there were still blacksmiths and so you <laughs> knew what an anvil was we're a whole generation of kids that grew up that saw this thing that was really heavy land on a coyote over and over and over again. And we learned that it was an anvil, but none of us knew what the hell it did or why it was there. So we only know about the past through Bugs Bunny cartoons. Same with alum. You yes, alum, that, right. yes. Yeah. That dries yeah. out your mouth. They would, they would pour alum in. It shrinks you. your head. Yes, yeah, it, it was all head. this stuff that we learned about and my introduction to, to opera was through uh, that fantastic uh, Bugs Bunny short uh, where he takes over the opera and I think mm. brings the whole opera house crashing down. That's a different it? one. That's oh, where, that's a different one. I'm thinking Bugs Bunny's, opera in his, doc. Bugs Bunny's in his hole and there's an opera singer down the hill practicing yes. And, yes. and Bugs can't sleep. So he ruins, yeah. he basically ruins this poor guy. And that right. guy, I don't know who he is, but he's got a great baritone voice. And I've tried to find out who that is and really stellar quality baritone voice. That's so cool. Yeah, so Barbara Seville, uh, I'm going to have to say, is is my favorite uh, favorite opera of all time. And then I'm going to have to admit that I really don't know much about opera. You might know some Wagner also because of the the, the different part. Uh, you know, that was the Wabbit, North Winds Blow. That's you know, do you remember that? Yes, one? yes, yes. Killed a Wabbit, killed <laughs> a Wabbit, killed. Auburn Hilda, you're so lovely. <laughs> yes, I know it. I can't help it. You know what's great, uh, Kyle? It's clear to me that what you really want want is to, because uh, you're obviously a very accomplished uh, and in-demand opera singer, what you really want is to sing the Bugs Bunny version of these <laughs> operas. You should stage that. And you know oh, what? No. People would love it. People would go uh, yeah. crazy for I it. I want to say it's been done. I want to say it's been done, but it I should don't be done care. again. It's so worth what? revival. It's worth reviving. And you it, know what? It, Everything's been done, and you would do it really well, and you'll put your own spin on it. So Well, yeah, maybe I'll tap Conzi for uh, some funds for it. <laughs> If we can find a guy named Conzi, I'll <laughs> put in a word. Um, I would never disrespect uh, 
someone so much as to call him Conesy, especially if his name is Conan. Um, <laughs> hey, Kyle, you are uh, you're a very impressive uh, fellow, and um, it's well, thank you. Likewise, no, I, really, I'm I'm. It's delightful uh, to meet you, and I hope we cross paths in person. And I'd love to sing with you someday. That would be really fun, like oh, in I'd person. Um, if you're ever doing an opera gig and you want to just be great if I, if you, I would come out of the wings, ruin the show momentarily with something, and then you could chase me off. It'd be a fun, uh, fun, quick gag. That sounds good. I'll, uh, I'll email one of your producers and, uh, yeah, I am available to ruin your career at awesome. any time. That's yeah. great. I will tuck that away. It's I've done been it a for me- pleasure. I've done on. it for many other people. <laughs> hey, Kyle, seriously, really nice talking to you. It's really a pleasure to, to talk to you and uh, you guys as well. And long fan of Simpsons and back to SNL. And I see your fingerprints all over it. And uh, oh, I, thank I, I you. love your stuff. Love your stuff. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, no, uh, no residual checks anymore for that stuff. So yeah. to hell with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyle, thanks a lot. Thanks, thank Kyle. you, guys. Bye. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Save big money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.